You are listening to Future Net Zero, a platform to help businesses and the wider community improve our lives and our planet by achieving net zero. Hello, I'm Sumit Bose. Welcome to this Future Net Zero podcast. Today we're going to talk about water. Water, water, water everywhere. Lots of it to drink, lots of it to manage, and particularly if you have complex needs. That's what we're going to discuss today with Shree Guthrie, who's Key Account Manager for Water Plus. Shree, hello, how are you? Hello, I'm good, thank you. Just before we get into it, you've been in the industry for a while, and people probably know about the name Water Plus, but could you sort of explain what Water Plus is for, for people who are new to it and you know how it came about and what its key role is? Yeah, sure. Water Plus, um, we're the actual largest water retailer in the UK. The wholesalers, they still manage the network, your meters and all the pipes and things. And as Water Plus, we provide you with your bills for the services that's provided. So when you talk about water, you guys have got a big handle on a variety of different customers, haven't you? So just sort of small to really big, is that what you cover? Yes, from very small to very large and everything in between. It's all non-household, so it's businesses that we look after. So from a very small business, it could be a unit, a small unit, right up to the multi-retailers and the big manufacturers, and as I say, everything in between. You've been doing it a while. That doesn't sound very rude, does it? <laughs> I know, that, that doesn't sound good. You've been doing it a while. Yes, I have. I love the water industry. Yeah. Um, it's a great industry to be in. How long have you been involved? Over 10 years. You've seen lots of changes, particularly with the market opening up. But one of the things I, I suppose, I don't know if this is fair, but I kind of think most people don't really consider water kind of the way they consider energy. They kind of think... Well, there's plenty of it. We have, you know, shed loads of rain in this country. It's pretty much wet all the time. Uh, there's no problems with it. They don't see it as a kind of valuable resource. Uh, have I got that wrong or do you think there's some truth in that? No, you're correct. One of the biggest things we get is, you know, we get lots of rain. There's water everywhere. We're, we're an island and surrounded by that. But that's mm. that's not clean water. That's not clean drinking water. So the water companies take that water and they make it clean and so it's drinking water and that goes in what you get out of your taps we're very lucky in this country that we have got that resource that we have clean drinking water mm. but we waste so much of it mm-hmm. and it costs money to clean it potable water is what we drink out the taps for some of the manufacturers that we deal with they need even cleaner water and also you know chemical companies they all need what we call really pure water we also have like a raw water that some manufacturers use but all this needs to be captured and cleaned and we waste so much. It's a natural resource, but we waste it. You do a variety of clients, you were saying before we started recording. So you do a lot in the hospitality industry, I know, and give us a kind of view of kind of the sort of clients you have and the sort of, you know, don't have to name names, but kind of the sort of pressures and demands that people want. Because I'm sure that a, a very big, I don't know, a food manufacturer has very different needs to a small retailer or, or you know, a, a small charity unit that you're looking after so can you talk us through the kind of needs of customers that you deal with yeah sure so you've got the food and drink industry so i predominantly look after that these will quite often water will go into the product yeah so you've got to make sure that's a good quality water and you've got to make sure there's enough of it and it can get to the point where they're using it you'll hear things about pressure on the network which means if lots of people are using that water it can't like get to where it needs to. If you can imagine you've got a straw and you put holes in the straw and there's water flying out, the end user is getting less and less water because it's going off all 
everywhere to different places or and leaks and bursts. So it's really important that these big food manufacturers get the water and they get enough pressure yeah. so they can use it in either their process or in their product. And for a smaller business that you deal with, what sort of needs might they come to you with and say, look, can you help me with this? The smaller customers were looking at like efficiencies, right. you know, the taps running. You wouldn't believe how much, you know, a running tap can produce in wastewater. Oh, yeah, I can. I <laughs> have to stop my little one when he brushes his teeth. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we have these great things. They're shower and timers and they're absolutely great because <laughs> you go in and it's always a good fun when we're doing energy events or efficiency days. Everybody loves these. And it is like, you know, four minutes in the shower that should be when you actually put these on, you're like, oh, my God, I'm going way over this. <laughs> Uh, aren't you supposed to sing a song or something that's the, that's the length of a shower isn't it i think yeah so but this shower timer is but i've tried it it's not bohemian rhapsody or something. <laughs> yeah well that's what i would need when you've got this shower timer going it's actually quite funny because you're trying you're too busy looking at the shower timer and you're trying to try wash your hair but they are good fun but it just highlights how much water you waste i mean yeah the tap running you know it doesn't sound a lot, but it uses about six litres of water a minute. That's 24 cups of coffee. Wow. Yeah. So people see, you know, they say, you know, you, I go into service stations or I go into toilets. And yeah, I see that as well. I turn them off when I go into. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. But the other things that we look at with is put what we call aerator taps in. Right. So this puts more air in the water. So you're using half as much water. I love aerator taps because there's lots of bubbles in them and it's. I find it really soft when I'm washing my hands. But, you know, there's lots of ways that we can reduce, you know, from running taps yeah. to putting aerator taps in and just reducing the consumption for small businesses. I think the problem, I don't know if this is it, but, you know, I've seen that, what you what we just discussed. In fact, in our office, we're in a service block and I often go in and I'm really annoyed that people leave the tap on, right? So you go to the gents and someone's left the tap on, I turn it off. Do you think for businesses, it doesn't matter big or small the point of the ambivalence about kind of there's a lot of water there's also you know another element which is kind of you know the value that we pay for water is very very good here in this country yeah they don't people don't see it as a kind of oh well it goes down the tap it'll come back and it's not costing me that much but as you just said it's all adding up yeah because you're charged for your water coming in, but you're also charged for the water going out mm. because they need to put that to the network, clean it up. So you're getting charged for that. And most people don't appreciate the cost impact, especially to a business, you know, when they're doing, you know, they're leaving the tap running while they're chatting away or things like that, or, or they see a leak or they see the toy, the tap running and it won't turn off. Yeah. What we need to get is into the habit of people reporting that. But that's also the you know, if you're, especially if you're in serviced accommodation and shared, that there's a notice of how do you report it? Because that's always the biggest thing. Is you see a tap running and it's like, okay, it's not like at home where you say, oh, phone a plumber. Yeah. You need to know who to report that to. So we help with putting posters up. We do efficiency days. We've done some really good ones. Eon, I can mention them because they were really pleased with what we did. And we put that out on our LinkedIn post. But, you know, we were looking at people water efficiency at work but also at home as well yeah. and it was a really really good day we have water water everywhere i said at the beginning of this we don't really there is water scarcity in this country and people probably don't believe that because we have these wet winters and then suddenly there's a hose pipe back right we have all this stuff yeah. but there is more stuff you see it people talk about the the pressures of climate change which are coming do you think that you know that again there's a challenge here that people seem to not realize that this is a resource 
it may be low cost at present, but it is a vital resource. And without it, we can't live. And yeah. there's got to be something here about businesses looking at it and saying, how do we ensure that we're protecting this resource? Yeah, people don't appreciate that in different parts of the country, especially down the south of England. Yeah. During the winter, we need the reservoirs. We need everything to like top up. And if it's not at a certain level, then... We start getting down, you know, with the host pipe bands and, you know, we, we've only got so much capacity to um, treat that water. So if we have a really nice warm summer, the resource goes low, but people are using more. Yeah, of course. You know, they're watering the gardens, they're drinking more. So we're using more. But if it's then not topping up to that, we actually have had, and it doesn't seem like it, but we seem to get the rain all in one go rather than spread out. So it is, and it's like protecting that resource. You know, we, we use more and more. And as I say, people waste it they've got now hot tubs and things like that they take quite a lot of water and people don't appreciate that so from what i like like your office if it's got a hot hot tub sherry (laughs) (laughs) i'm just saying like on the network but a simple thing like yeah you're right but also like you know boiling kettles yeah you know people boil masses and then they let it all go cold and boil it again and i've seen it i can find it really annoying i just think why yeah but i don't think people those pipes are the biggest one ah. in you know in the work when people are cleaning and yeah. you've seen them chatting away and they're just yeah. holding the hose pipe and they're chasing the carrot down the drain <laughs> and you know there's water everywhere and you what we've started doing quite a lot with our manufacturing customers we're having a look we've put what we call automatic meter readers on but that right. gives us a profile over the whole day the full 20 uh, and this is what i was going to talk about because with energy a lot of people have now got you know lots of metering points and they've got things like lights that come on and off and yeah they can sense with water it's a bit more tricky but is that technology starting to come so that a, a business can start to monitor yes you know that lou is using a lot or actually this is leaking here yeah it's here and we can have a look at the whole you know quite a lot the hygiene clean will be at night yeah is it you know and they're getting people into the hygiene clean sometimes they can use twice as much water than they're doing in their production during the day and you know is it the best use of the water what they're doing are they just leaving things running do they have sink guards on so we work with our customers we have a look at the whole profile over 24 hours what are they using their water we do a big thing called the, the christmas day yeah. and i always say but usually most people offices small offices right up to big manufacturing on christmas day most people are a reduction. There's some companies that are still 24-7, but most companies yeah. will have a either reduced capacity. Or, or no one there. Or, yeah. 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 So if they haven't got automatic meter reader, then what they do is when they leave the office, you know, they're closing the door to go to their Christmas party, take a meter read. And when they come in, take a meter read. There should be no consumption. Ah. If there's consumption, right, we need to have a look at that. You've got an issue, yeah. 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 So, and for the big companies as well, we can look at the, what on the automatic meter readers, we can have a look at, you know, is there a baseline there? Is there a continual flow? Is there water getting used? If it is, where is it getting used? So this is what we then use. But yeah, as I say, we, we, we use it with like our Christmas day slightly different from Santa coming. We do we look at the water consumption. <laughs> He's a water Santa. I like it. Yeah. We're all about future net zero and net zero is about emissions. Yeah. And this is the other point I think I want to cover with you, which is I don't think we relate water to emissions. Yeah. People can see a gas uh, that's on or an electric oven that's on or a fridge that's on at work. Yeah, they know their cars are driving. They can associate those things with emissions. But water has emissions, carbon emissions as well, doesn't it? Yes, it does. And 
you know, companies have to report those carbon emissions as well. So that's, you know, by bringing that usage down, you're reducing your carbon emissions. So what, that's the other thing that we're really, you know, passionate about speaking to our customers about because it goes hand in hand and also saving on your water can also save on your energy. There's so many things that it kicks back on because if you're heating the water, you're using energy. Yeah. Sometimes we, we can recapture that. But what we're about is yet yeah, not just protecting this resource, but also reducing the, the carbon and reducing energy. One of the things that newer places benefit from are things like, you know, rainwater harvesting, grey water, all of that. But that's very difficult in lots of buildings that are old. Can you offer advice and things like that, that, you know, may need a bit more of a kind of capital investment? Or can you help people with, you know, what? Well, here's where you are. Let's see what we can do. Yeah, that's what we do when we go out on site, like key account managers like myself and the account managers will go to site and we'll have a look. You can't do it looking at a piece of paper. You need to get out and see and feel. So one customer that I'm working with at the moment, what we're doing is reclaiming the condensate from the boiler. Right. We're taking that and we're taking it to the tray wash because that's clean water. Mm. We're putting some detergent in it. We're cleaning all the trays, um, but that's still pretty clean water. So then we're taking it from there and we're going to take it to the vehicle wash because we're putting some Mm. detergent in there and we're cleaning it all up there. And then we're going to discharge it. So instead of discharging the condensate water and then taking fresh water for the tray wash and discharging that. You've saved it, yeah. Yeah, so we're saving on water. We're saving on energy because that water from the boiler, the condensate is warm. Mm. So we're not having to heat it up to go into the tray wash and then when it's coming out the tray wash it's still still got some heat and some energy in it and we're taking it over so each part not only are we saving on water we're saving on the energy as well and we're reducing the carbon emissions it sounds like there i say you you do more than just you, you know we do more than a bill <laughs> yes i'd say I'm, I'm you know give me a contract and yeah do it you're you're actually offering me some some engineering solutions i mean that's quite complicated. Is, is that coming more into the fore now rather than saying, hey, here's a good rate for your water and see you later? Yeah, it's a very tight market in the retail market. You're not going to make lots and lots of savings on a discount. What you're going to make it is by reducing your consumption, reducing your wholesale costs. And by looking at alternative ways of doing it, that's where you're going to save them save the money and that's where we can help we've got the experience we've got the knowledge and we've got a whole team that we can help with that solution and put that solution in place and so you're getting an end-to-end solution and the end result is that you're saving money and and what we do is we we do a return on investment so we look at this like you say not every building will be able to retrofit rainwater harvesting yeah absolutely but you know, there is other ways that we can capture water and do different things with it. I mean, we can clean water up to any standard, but there's a cost impact in that. So we've got to be careful that we're not taking that water and it's costing us more. And with all the, you know, taking away the energy savings and the carbon emissions by doing this. So we've got to look at the balance as well. But there's always options. And generally, there's a few quick fixes. Human beings, Uh, you know we use water and we waste water so turning taps off looking at the toilets they're they're the easy quick fits then we look at like you say the bigger things how we reuse and reharvest that water to end with give me one or two things if i'm listening to this and i run a business what should i think about when it comes to my water first of all you need to know your network even if it's a small business you need to know 
where you're using it and how you're using it. Once we've got that established, we can then look and say, you know, is that efficient? Because we can benchmark you against similar sizes of business if you've got three employees and you've got a kitchen. Yeah, this is how much you should be using. Yeah. Yeah, and if you're using more than that, then right, what is a potential leak? Is that, you know, the bigger organizations, you know, we come on site, it's part of our added value. We come on site, we, we go around. As I mentioned, this is a rare day for me to be sat in front of a, a laptop <laughs> because <laughs> I'm usually out and about, but that's where we make, you know, the biggest um, benefits for our customers and the biggest impact as well. Brilliant. Well, it's been a pleasure talking to you. If people want to get in touch, just go to the Water Plus website, I assume? Yes, or they can email us at hello at water-plus.co.uk. Hello. That's a good one. I know, I like that one. Hello at water-plus.co.uk. We're also on LinkedIn. Lots of the efficiency work we're doing and, yeah. you know, seeing us on site and all the events and things we've award-winning in our industry. That's all on LinkedIn as well. Brilliant. Yep. And of course, there's plenty of stuff on FNZ. Sheree, I've stopped you putting on your hard hat today and getting out there. So I'm sure there's customers need to deal with. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. No, thank you very much and have a good day. Thanks for listening to this Future Net Zero podcast. Please follow us on social media and subscribe to the website at www.futurenetzero.com.